Shalom, and welcome to Torah to the People, a podcast from Temple Israel in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm Rabbi Micah Greenstein. We hope you enjoy this selection of our sermons, classes, and conversations with inspiring people from across the Bluff City and around the world. If I asked you to close your eyes for a moment to relax, to go to your happy place in your mind's eye, where would you go? To sleep, I hear, yeah. That'd be nice, soon. Um, But when I was growing up and I was stressed or a little bit upset, sometimes I would close my eyes and imagine myself in Utica, Mississippi, sitting by the lake at Jacob's camp singing and surrounded by my friends. Some of you may be thinking of the beach, the soothing sound of the waves crashing in. Others might be thinking uh, maybe you're on a ski lift, looking around at snow-capped peaks as far as the eye can see. Maybe you're in the FedEx forum, jumping up and down and waving a growl towel or cheering on the tigers as they clinch a spot in the big dance. Each of our happy place is different. Happiness, joy, sometimes it's easy to find. And sometimes, even if we're in our happy place, we find happiness to be elusive, out of reach. And yet, no matter how hard or easy it is for us as individuals to find joy, On this holiday of Sukkot, we as Jews are actually commanded to be happy. The Torah reads, V'samachta bechagecha, you shall be happy on your holiday. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, this is a little strange. Almost all of the other mitzvot are about actions. Take care of the needy, respect your parents, don't murder, don't steal. And this commandment to be happy is one of the only mitzvot in the Torah where we are just commanded to feel something, not to do something. But if you're sad, if you're just feeling okay, and someone comes up to you and says, cheer up! Yeah, some laughter. That's probably not really going to work, is it? So what is the spiritual insight of this holiday? How do we just snap our fingers and find simcha, find joy? Well, Sukkot is a harvest festival. It is a time to savor and celebrate all of the natural bounty and the literal fruits of our labor. If it was a good harvest, we and our families would be set for the entire fall and winter. Now, unlike most of our ancient ancestors, most of us probably are not farmers. 
And yet, how often do we take the time to appreciate our own accomplishments at work or at school, how we've grown as people, what we've learned, the new friendships that we've made, or the new skills that we've developed? We should do that more. We should take time to savor and enjoy the fruits of our labor, what we are accomplishing in this life. But Sukkot is a strange holiday for a harvest festival. We don't have a feast. We don't luxuriate in our finest clothes or throw a ball in our grandest building. In fact, we do the exact opposite. We leave the comfort of our warm homes and our beds to take up shelter in a makeshift shack. This whole week, unless it's pouring rain outside or freezing cold, we're traditionally supposed to take all of our meals in the sukkah and even sleep there at night. We trade the big screen TVs in our living room for a view of the stars. We welcome guests on TV trays or folding tables, and we simply enjoy their company and the sounds of the leaves and the birds around us. In the exact moment that we should be reveling in our bounty, our tradition teaches that true joy, the simcha, the simcha that we're supposed to find on Sukkot, that comes from the simple things in life. The lesson of Sukkot is precisely the one that Ben Zoma taught in Pirkei Avot, Ezehu Ashir, Hasameach, Hasameach, Bechelko. Who is rich? The person who is happy with what they have. If we judge our happiness only by the size of our harvest, by how much money we make, by how many friends we have, we will never be happy. There will always be someone with a fancier car, a bigger vacation home, a private jet, a bigger private jet. There will always be people who are more popular or better looking. If we judge our happiness by counting what we have and comparing it to other people, we'll never have enough. And yet at the same time, Judaism is not an ascetic religion. We don't venerate poverty. In Judaism, it's a good thing to be self-sufficient. And it's even better if we acquire enough wealth to be able to share it with others, to help those who are less fortunate than we are. On the other hand, Judaism recognizes that wealth and money only get us so far. You can't buy happiness. The spiritual insight of this holiday and the most important part of the sukkah is the schach, the roof. The rules for how to build this roof are more specific, are more detailed than any other part of the sukkah. One I want to highlight in particular. For the roof, there has to be more shade than sun, but not so much shade that we can't see the stars. So may this holiday of Sukkot help us to find this balance in our own lives. May we find our happy place in our sukkahs, in our homes, or wherever we go, because then we will see wherever we are that we have enough. Can you hear our zone? May it be God's will.